I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing, that it was all started by a mouse. Hello everyone out there in podcast land. This is the Front Row Network, the network for people that like movies. I guess that's kind of our tagline now. We're no longer the Front Row Movie Reviews because we've got TV shows covered. We've got, uh, I don't know, comic books covered. We've got everything covered. What makes a network? That, yeah, everything that makes a network. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> exactly. So we are now the Front Row Network. You can find us on all of our social media as the Front Row Network, which is great. And we are here with another episode of Beyond the Mouse. This was supposed to be the Coco episode, but I will uh, say that we've had just a flurry of news coming out of the Disney film oh, studios. And, yeah, <laughs> and, also, uh, and also the Disney parks and resorts. So instead of spending a lot of time talking about Coco, um, or maybe not a lot of time, maybe a short amount of time talking about Coco, we've decided to push that off for another month or so and talk strictly about the trailers that have been released, the, the news that's been going on, and then some of the rumors as well. Uh, and I'm your host, Craig, or one of your hosts. I've also got around the, sto- the table with us, I've got our other co-host, Brett. Hi, I'm Brett Rutherford. So good to see you. I mean, hear you. I mean, well, however we are. You're here with us. I'm here. Always. Am I? Question mark. Anyway. Brett's still working on this podcast host thing <laughs> where he doesn't see his audience necessarily. We can always do, we should do like a, we should host like a screening of a Disney movie and do like a live Beyond the Mouse afterwards. Oh, yeah. We don't have access to an art center or anything like that. Speaking of, Vanessa. Hey. Oh, thank you. I'm excited to be here. And I'm back from Disney World, where oh. I saw Steve Harvey. Yes, I did. Congratulate me. It was amazing. That is awesome. exciting. Is the mustache yes. as impressive in person? No, honestly, okay, he was starting the parade, and I was sitting there in the front with the little kids by the rope, and I thought it was like a stand-in, like a look-alike. And he had a sign that said Steve Harvey. I was like, that can't be Steve Harvey. But everyone around me was like, it's Steve Harvey. So I said, hey, Steve Harvey. <laughs> it was him. It was it was everything. So It was everything. Everything. I wanted to yell, survey says. But I couldn't think quick enough. That would have been I funny. Know, oh, I know. That oh, is well. good. Everything. Everything. It's always later when I come up with those funny things. And joining us, uh, it's been a while since you've been on a Beyond the Mouse, Kevin. It's been a lot of while since I've been on anything. That's true. So Kevin Kulovic is here, which we're happy about. And we're not even recording at your house. No. Yeah. We didn't even have to use you for your house to get you on the podcast. You did not. I came here on my own will. (laughs) <laughs> That's good. It's like a reunion. Yes. We were just that because it was our the first, first our first time yeah. with, yeah. with Kevin. With you two. Oh, yes. Very our first time yes, talking about the time that I still get ripped to shreds by listeners because I said Moana is not my favorite movie. I still said very complimentary things about Moana. And I still get torn, just torn to shreds. stepped into it again. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Like, like going, you know, I've watched it again and I've rethought. <laughs> I, I repent. Just, you can just I say, repent. I've, I've, I have a whole new understanding of it. You just well, leave it rather vague. How far will this criticism go, Brad? <laughs> sorry. Oh, sorry. What? <laughs> Me? No, never. <clears throat> Before we get started, uh, this is my this is my show, so I get to like uh, I, I get to finally just speak my piece on something that's come up in the last couple of weeks that I haven't been able to talk about because I've been on other people's shows. So a few weeks back, 
One of my favorite podcasters and filmmakers, Kevin Smith, had a heart attack and um, just wanted to send out our well wishes from the Front Row Network for him uh, and his recovery. And it seems like it's going along really, really, really well. Um, but it, you know, is one of those moments where you really get self-reflective about something like that. And there's a lot of celebrities that pass away every day and, and everything like that. But for whatever reason, this one really hit me. So just wanted to send all of our thoughts and, and well wishes out Kevin's way. And, uh, and, you know, it, it's one of those things that he said is actually related to a Disney property that we'll talk about. He, he did tweet out last week that he survived his heart attack because Infinity War is coming out. <laughs> so he knew that he couldn't die before Infinity War came out. But uh, just a reminder to, you know, always have those annual checkups and everything because that, that type of stuff can save your life. So uh, I'll get off of that now and go immediately to... Brett, because oh. you have seen A Wrinkle in Time, and I, I want to talk a little bit about that before we jump into everything why, else. Why, sure. I, um, of course, well, I read it um, uh, when I was growing up and really loved it. It just was, it just spoke to me on, you know, just a number of, of, uh, a number of ways. So I always thought, well, it would be, well, it would be a very, very difficult movie to make, but now the technology, um, the visual technology and, and the movie making technology has caught up. And I'll tell you, I very much enjoyed A Wrinkle in Time. I believe um, audiences have um, enjoyed it. I think there were mixed, seriously mixed reviews, critically speaking. But um, I, going into that, I don't know that I had... Mm, expectations of a brilliant film, but I'll tell you, I really enjoyed it. And I was, I was in a, I was in a, um, a theater that had um, parents and children. And just because of, because it's kind of a science fiction um, genre, sort of coming of age and finding your special abilities and just becoming you and being fine with that. Um, I thought that you know that it may, I don't know, not necessarily go over people's heads, but just not have the appeal that maybe some others did. And when I, when the film was over, I did hear, you know, some, I think some, some moms went with their kids and they were saying that they very much enjoyed it, which I'm like going, that was a, just a pretty regular response from a movie going sort of person. Um, and I, I enjoyed it. Um, I think, you know, it doesn't have when I, afterwards, when I, after I saw it, the first thing I really thought was, well, this isn't, this isn't for everyone. But I'm certainly glad they did. And actually, it's been rel- actually it's been relatively successful. I was looking at under Box Office Mojo for t- uh, let's see for the domestic grosses for 2018, and right now it's at number five. A Wrinkle in Time uh, total gross, I guess, in the U.S. was you know right around um, 61 million dollars. It's a, it's a little bit behind Black, pa- Black Panther, but during <laughs> that weekend, behind. during the opening weekend, it was number Disney had number one and number two, so that was pretty cool. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I very much enjoyed it, and can't wait for to see it out on video so we can watch all the behind the scenes stuff. Do you think that the timing of the release coming so quickly after Black Panther, or uh, is there something that maybe could have been done there? Or? I think. It it's kind of a niche film. I don't think it's for everyone. I think it had um, it had a, a, a wonderful director and a wonderful cast. Um, you know, I mean, not to say that Oprah is box office poison, but I'm like, like, she hasn't had other than the color purple. She hasn't. She's not really opening movies. But um, I enjoyed the whole thing. I enjoyed it very much. Um, I don't 
as I said, I, I think it's just um, it will find its audience and has done, you know, pretty well internationally and well, actually more in the U.S. Not so much internationally, but um, I enjoyed it. I, if you enjoyed the book, go with an open mind or watch it whenever it comes when it's released on digital or um, your own copy and enjoy. Well, the way the beautiful. digital the way the digital works, it seems like it'll be released tomorrow or something, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. It was it seems beautiful. Like they come it really out so was, quickly. It was. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed its message and its inclusion. They went really out of their way to be a very include inclusive uh, movie with all different Wonderful. types of. It was just Good. really special. I really enjoyed that. Good. I'm excited to get a chance to see it. Probably once it's out on uh, Netflix or some kind of VOD platform uh, is when I'll, I'll get to check it out. But awesome. Well, thank you so much sure. for that. And now we're going to move so short, right yeah. into the trailers because <laughs> there have been so many trailers since we last met. Uh, it's incredible. In fact, one of them <laughs> is The Incredibles. Very nice segue, Craig. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Groaner. Groaner. So let's talk. Uh, because I think it was released first, uh, because it was released sometime in early to mid-February, Let's talk about that Incredibles Super Bowl, too. Wasn't it? Yeah, uh, it was during the Super Bowl, but then they also had the Olympic spot, so they had a couple of different, uh, yes. a different times. So let's talk about Incredibles two. Uh, I'm extremely excited for this movie because when I think about my favorite Pixar movies, it's hard to say exactly what my favorite is because I try to like group them into categories and I'm like well I really like Toy Story 3 for nostalgia or Inside Out because I think it's the best written movie they have and, uh, but Incredibles to me actually transcends Pixar and goes more into the comic book realm and I would say that Incredibles is the best Fantastic Four movie ever made because it's it's really that family um, coming together as a cohesive group in a way that for some reason uh, Fox owns the Fantastic Four property and they've never been able to really capture that family aspect behind things. And Incredibles did that for me. And it, it gave that um, that whole historic heroic arc of you're on top of the world and then you're you're nothing and you're being uh cast out and then you've got to kind of redeem yourself i I love the workout scenes where he's trying to get back (laughs) into his suit and stuff like that so i I love everything about the incredibles and i'm super excited for incredibles too but let's go around the table and talk a bit about this particular trailer and i'll start with vanessa since you're right across from me okay but what do you think about incredibles too did it get you excited for the movie actually it did i um made a little confession earlier that I don't know if I've seen The Incredibles all the way through. I've seen most of the film, but I know you guys. Take so, see, a lot of Moana haters okay. go after. Oh, Bob. no. Okay. Oh, Do okay, not I'll come for me. <laughs> Do not come for me because I will see it. And um, I will it. see, I, I'll like it, but I, I'm really excited about Incredibles 2 trailer. Uh, because the humor in it, sometimes with trailers, especially with humor, you you have to wonder if, are they showing their best pieces in the trailer? And that's happened to me recently with a couple films. Um, or they give away the whole movie. That's my right. thing about trailers yes. now, is it just like, they just give away entire plot points. And I think Disney's doing a better job about that. So. Good for them. Yeah, and so I really like this trailer. There's a lot of very clever... Um, scenes in it, very humorous scenes. I know Kevin really likes the uh, Common Core scene. I like with the baby smacks his dad in the face. He you know falls, <laughs> starts falling asleep while reading a story. So I'm very very excited about it. Uh, I think it's I think it's not only going to be all this all the um, 
storyline that you want it to be, Craig, but it's also going to be all the humor that I want and then all the action that maybe Kevin wants. It's going to be everything for everyone. It's that, yes, and, well, what I want is Edna Mode. I want, I'm like going, I want an origin, I want an origin movie with Edna Mode. <laughs> that would be great. You know? I'm like going, yeah, not to go into the other topic, but yes, Edna Mode is going to be live and in person, well, a reasonable facsimile of is going to be live and in person at Disneyland, and that's almost worth the trip. Yes. Of course it's worth the trip, but you know, <laughs> have to wait. But yes, that's awesome. go ahead. Oh, yeah. Well, you go ahead, Brett. I'm sorry. What's your... Well, yeah, okay. No, well, it's all about Edna Mode. Hello. So, um, and it's, yeah, well, Brad Bird can redeem himself anyway, but... <clears throat> so we also talked Explain about this. That. It's about tomorrow. It's about Tomorrowland, but yeah, yes. but someone else on the... I enjoyed Tomorrowland <laughs> for what it was going for. The ending was garbage, but outside of that, I really enjoyed that movie. It's a humble opinion. And, and for those who don't know, Brad... <laughs> Bird, yes. I'm saying it right, is the director of both Tomorrowland and of the Oh, Incredibles yeah, thank you too. for that clarification. Yes, for those, for those who do not know. know. Connecting yes. those A to B dots uh, for Thank us. you. <coughs> yeah. Because so. I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so it's all about Edna Mode. I also, but I, I, you know, I liked, of course, love the original, and it's taken how many years? Mm. Has it been Four, 13, 14? It's 127, and I'm glad that we've, I'm glad that it's finally <laughs> here. I'm glad that it's finally here, and uh, yes, and yeah, having seen little bits that that have not been released um, in, uh, well, anyway, yeah, okay, I'll say it again. The D23, yes, um, it was very exciting to have all of the the um, the voice cast there and uh, and to see their trailer too. So, so we're gonna have a good time. Everyone's gonna enjoy that. Just to clarify, you saw things that we haven't seen. Yeah, I know. Well, I, I just don't want to, to talk to you anymore. I know it's so. one of the oh come on people. We just need to get a group rate to go to D twenty three and spend. We're applying for those press passes. Two nights on the floor. And all that. Anyway, yeah, enough about that. Yeah. I'm message. very much looking forward to it. Yeah, because every time we, we do one of these episodes, you're like, well, I've seen more than you. <laughs> I know. I hate to last, be like that. Last but it summer. But so cool. It's all good. It's all you. good. Oh. Mr. Kulovic. Incredibles is one of my top uh, Pixar movies that has that has come out. And uh, so obviously I'm pretty excited for this particular uh, sequel. And, um, yeah, like Vanessa said, just what's great about what I always love about Pixar, there is always so much more than what you see in the trailer, especially mm-hmm. in terms of the humor. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't I've never felt like where I've been. They've given away too much plot or mm-hmm. anything along those lines. So in terms of Incredibles 2, yes, I am very excited for that. And one thing I noticed is that uh, John Rottenberger, who's he's he's voicing the Underminer. He just makes a great cartoon voice mm-hmm. and that's I've just never really noticed I'm like because I was thinking back I'm like I knew it was Hammond Toy Story and then well then even going back to his days in Cheers but he makes a great I think you mentioned this cartoon. before we started recording but um, they did a really good job with the voice casting too because obviously mm-hmm. the kids are like yeah. in their mid 30s now so yeah. um, they're no longer kids so they had to recast uh, the well, ju- just, oh, well, just yeah. Dash no, it's just Dash, Dash. Dash. Not it's just Dash. you're right yeah. you're right yeah. Yeah. so Violet's the same and well Jack Jack it's just there really isn't much there but and yeah. even Craig T. Nelson he you know he doesn't sound mm-hmm. like he's as old as he is because uh, he's got to be in his 60s by now, No, right? that is one piece that kind of annoys me already with the movie. It's like, it's been so long since we've seen it, but they're still pretty much the exact same age. Well, well it's, it's supposed, supposed to take to, place yeah. right, right after. after. I know, yeah. but the thing is, it's Jack been Jack so is long. still a baby. Yes. And that's, so. I'm like, it's been so long. 
must we be right oh, after that? Oh, let's suspend time, baby. Yeah, let's come on. The Simpsons have time. been in the same year for the uh-huh. last 30 years. Uh-huh. Right? But it's so. Simpson. That's an ongoing <laughs> yeah. that you're no, used to I seeing. Get, point I get taken. That. That, Thank I get you. That. Kevin has issues, but, well. I do. Um, <laughs> I do kind of like that it's going with that Mr. Mom perspective, like yeah, you said. Yeah, um, that looked, it, that looked You know, that whole, like... Out. Uh, just having now raised a kid for the last couple of years, it's definitely going to be um, interesting from that angle too, oh, not just the humor and everything. But, but man, and uh, the spit up, and the spit if you have, if you have a baby with, shall we say, oh, wow. extra talents? Uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so we're all really excited for that coming out this summer. Very excited for Incredibles too. Uh, the next trailer, I think, if we're going chronologically was Mary Poppins Returns. Am I right? I think so. But that's what we're going to go and talk about. Yeah, that was the Oscar Oscar trailer. So (gasps) Wreck-It Ralph 2 kind of came out about the same time. Let's go ahead and talk about Mary Poppins Returns. And it was just a teaser trailer, but I want to know if it got you excited and even more excited than maybe you already (laughs) were for this movie. I'm going to start with Kevin on this one. Oh, Oh my gosh. Craig, are you just... Starting with me, because you know I didn't like the first Mary Poppins that much. It wasn't my all-time favorite <laughs> Disney movie. Okay. you Note to Moana. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oops. People hating oops. on me for... Step in Okay, there. first... Same, same question. thing about Moana. Just That's remember okay. that Mary Poppins... Just opinions. Okay, it's just opinions. All right, go ahead. First off, is this going to be a movie musical? Do we know? It is. I mean, it so has it, to be, yes. Okay. Yeah. So, one, I thought it looked like Lin-Manuel had an awkward time riding a bicycle. And okay. honestly, I love him for like, that. Like, is so specific. And not only that, it's just like the scene when he's at the kite. I'm like, I am worried for his acting. Like he, he's a great, he's great mm-hmm. on stage, but in terms of how that's going to translate to film, that is my one concern. Now, when Emily Blunt, when you finally see her beautiful face in the mirror, and then she says her first line, I'm like, yes, mm-hmm. that was very, very. I'm really excited for her performance. But, yeah, those are my two takeaways from that. I'm excited for it. I'm going to go see that, too. Yeah, and I mean, he's got to kind of have that. He's got to be the charisma, right? Yeah. If you're if you're assuming that his character is the, the Burt character, mm-hmm. which they're obviously portraying it as, then he's got a lot to live up to there. Oh, and I can see what you're coming at from the from the, oh, the acting <laughs> angle. But you just look like he was struggling when he was rolling up. It was a windy day. I will never ride a bike in front of you. It's a windy day. Okay. <laughs> That's a very specific... I love it. <laughs> Vanessa, do you want to respond to uh, um, Well, you know, if Lin-Manuel Miranda doesn't do well, Dick Van Dyke is still in the film. He could still carry it. So, um, no, I'm just joking. But it's really... Um, I don't know. I got really excited when I saw it. And yes, Kevin, when she said her accent oh, it in was that mirror... Good. I know it's one line, but it's so perfect. I'm so ridiculously excited now. So, yes, now Brett... I have residual tears from, yeah, my D23 moment. Because this is the man who saw (laughs) Yes, I know. In the music, I'm loving the music. I am loving the music. It is the way of capturing the old, but making it fresh and glorious. And I have residual tears. I'm like going, listening to that music, it, well, it's, it it stands up by itself. It's just mm-hmm. beautiful and magical, and I just can't wait to hear. And then I, you know, think of the of listening to it live there with and the be- teaser at D twenty three. We haven't heard the music. It's on. Have we? Yeah. It's okay. The, so the, pretty this, much the the trailer music was a lot of what we heard. 
Okay, the, I'm the assuming visuals. that you Did heard you like just a song. get the teaser. Did you get a full trailer? We got a teaser, but it was okay. a different teaser. A different teaser. Okay, oh. yeah, that had more cast in it, and okay. it had any it had singing. Little, did, did you hear any you didn't, singing? You, no, oh, okay. no, but that's, didn't hear any my... singing. But there was a kind of a step in time kind of moment, oh. and but the the cast is unbelievably wonderful. Can't wait. I mean, I still. I mean, I can't wait. I had well, I just finished well going out, you know, watching that, which I was really looking forward to, you know, um, and and we would just come off of um, doing um, Mary Poppins at the Muni, you know, so mm-hmm. it was a live theater performance that I, you know, was in and just finished. So I was still full of the Mary Poppins sort of thing, but then to see it, yeah, right. and residual tears now, which are even which is, is even more impressive than residual goosebumps. I'm saying. Craig, what did you so, think of the trailer? Well, to see Cherry Tree Lane in such a perfect representation, I mean, it looked perfect. Oh, that, that first uh, sweet oh, shot in. Full on perfect. Full on perfect. <laughs> Just uh, the Christmas of the shot and everything. It was so really nice. For me, it was the, for me, it was the um, production design, set design that <sighs> really oh. that really took that uh that was really interesting to me. The one thing I will say is, of course, they wanted the imagery of Mary coming through the clouds <gasps> and parting the clouds kind of mm-hmm. thing. But at first, it did look a little Tim Burton-y to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I wasn't a fan of that. I don't think that it's going to be like that the whole movie. I think that was just them showing it's really, you know, it's really dark and it's a cloudy day and it's really windy and there's a lot of tension and trauma going on with this family mm-hmm. and that's why they need Mary to come back. And so mm-hmm. I think that that's what they were going for in the teaser. Um, but that would be my one gripe. Other than completely set aside from the teaser, um, Vanity Fair did a cover issue with Emily Blunt recently and it said, like, meet the new Miss Mrs. Poppins. And... Uh, it was like the most like sexualized Vanity <laughs> Fair cover really? shot ever. As and I Vanessa was, and I are looking. <laughs> at, uh, well, I was just look. like, I don't want to see She's Mary Poppins. You know? Well, sure, but I don't want to see Mary Poppins lying on a bed, look giving me bedroom eyes. Like I, wow. I don't know. It's Mary that Poppins. Was Emily Blunt giving you bedroom eyes. But it said Mary like Poppins. meet the new Miss Poppins or something well, like that. Just, uh, you know. Anyway, so oh right. Wait, 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 wait. And then don't have to look at it. You show her the there. story the story inside also has she more gorgeous. of it mm-hmm. she is she is but yeah. it just mm-hmm. caught me wrong that they were like and funny and marketing is agree. Mary Poppins I hope I, 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 win, I, hope I win that you. contest to go have drinks with her and John Krasinski at oh. their next you, uh, oh that's yeah. right I definitely Anna, donated for Anna that said one. that I was being approved and that's what Vanity Fair does so I need to get over it but <laughs> I was just saying that it it was just it caught me uh, the wrong way is all so uh, really looking forward to Mary Poppins returns flying into audiences on December 25th a spoonful of Brooklyn glam Mother honey, there's more than a spoonful there. Anyway, let's talk about uh, the next trailer that we got sometime between when we talked last and now. We got the Wreck It Ralph 2 Ralph Breaks the Internet trailer. And this, I think, out of the three of them, is probably the movie I'm the most excited for. I know you're on the Mary know, Poppins yeah, fence no, I'm, here. I'm on the I'm on the you, Wreck-It Ralph. You think Wreck-It Ralph? He's huh? seen things. Oh I've yeah. Seen things. Do you think that they're going to release that? Oh they my have gosh. To release that they scene, have to right? because so let's everyone talk about will it. Go. I'm going to go to you first. Sorry. Because again, <laughs> we defer to those that, that slept on the floor for two days and <laughs> yes. 
had cholera. I don't know. It was like a war zone. Just kidding. The D23 was wonderful, and I can't wait to go again. I really can't. Okay. Sleep on the floor. I'll do it again. Okay. So, animation was the first day. It was my first big panel after waiting all night. Okay, you know about that. Okay. So... They showed all of these different wonderful clips from various animated films, but the room went crazy during Wreck-It Ralph. Because, I mean, I thought it was like this just special, you know, D23 thing. Because it was so insider and so funny with all of the princesses basically just hanging out, having a sleepover. You know, and, and you just, and it was so And Penelope kind of crashes in. Yes. Right? Okay. You know, it was so meta and funny, and it will be what everyone talks about. And and that was just one part of it. I'm like going, so the other parts, like, you know, the other trailer clips of the different, going to the different internet sites sound, you know, looks amazing. So I'm like going, oh, it was, it was what everyone talked about. Yeah. It buzzed. I mean, it was more, more so, oops, than Coco. So let's talk uh, about this specific trailer. What's your reaction to the trailer that was released for the general peasants? <laughs> Sorry. No, 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 no. Um, <laughs> the best is yet to come. That's what I would say. Okay. Oh, just wait. All right. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't have residual tears about this one. I have residual... Excitement? Excitement. Oh, my gosh. Can't wait. Can't wait for that. It's got to come out this summer. Ooh, maybe that will be the trailer for the summer shows. So that'll come out before Incredible 2, Incredibles 2 or something like that? Oh, because they've got to get that buzz going because it was... Mm -hmm. Because this is coming out Thanksgiving. Yes. Yes. Kevin, what about you? Wreck-It Ralph Ralph was not one of my top... uh, Pixar films that came it's out. It's actually but, not a Pixar film. Yes, Disney, or then whoever's it is. Yeah, right. Minor detail. I mean, it was okay. I mean, it just didn't really click with me. However, I do love the concept they're going for with this internet medium and just uh, Ralph's uh, travels through there. And what I noticed is, uh, one, if you look at the cast, uh, the cast list, I, every single Disney princess or character seems to be in this. And I was just like, how are they going to work that all in? And I'm curious to see what uh, involvement they all have within the movie itself. But Stop. Stop it, I know. <laughs> You're going to love it. But yeah, because it was just really impressive. I'm like, my gosh, every single Disney princess is in here. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you looked, but C-3PO is also on the cast list. <laughs> and I was dying when I saw that. <laughs> IMDb spoiling stuff for us. Yeah, I was like, what is this? Uh, going back to the actual trailer before I get to Vanessa, the part that I enjoyed the most is when Ralph is, is just walking into the internet for the first time and all the scams start popping oh, yeah, up. And he's like, good. maybe I do need that. No, <laughs> no, I need this. And like, I just I just loved that. Like, for that, whatever that, reason. That's why the concept's going to work, because everybody will be able to relate to it. Exactly. It's just like Ralph's his own oh, consumer in a way. Yeah, naive, uh, a naive um, '80s arcade character coming through, and and I hope that they got the they reached out to some of the different IPs that wouldn't necessarily make sense in a Disney movie. It would be so awesome to see Mario. That was like what was missing out of Wreck It Ralph was like they needed to give that truckload of money to Nintendo so they could see Mario. You know, uh, but they have they they have the um, Wreck It Ralph game at D twenty three. It was it was a Donkey Kong. No, that's great. Anyway. That's great. I didn't play it. 
Oops, sorry about the reference again. Go ahead. <laughs> so we're going to start a drinking game. Um, <laughs> every time we hear D23. Sorry. Every time we hear D23. It was that great. Okay. <laughs> uh, Vanessa, what do you think about the trailer? I'm going to cry because you guys are talking about the things you relate to with the internet and computers. And the scene that I most, I'm sorry if I start laughing, I can't get through this. The scene I most relate to from the trailer is when he's feeding the bunny. The, yeah, the oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh. And the bunny oh. shoves that last thing up the <laughs> so oh. like, so The syrup around the mouth, I'm like, oh, been there. <laughs> well, especially those stupid games. Like, that's what, like... The kids' games, that's what they are. They're just, like, constantly, like, swiping. Like, it's like, that's what they're teaching kids. I love the girls screaming at the end of <laughs> yes. that. That was hilarious. Was that, is that so Moana? I had saw an Easter egg thing that yeah. they are thinking that might be a little bit, young. A little bit. Young Moana design. Oh, but that's awesome. Yes. I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. What a fantastic Ugh. slate of movies we have coming up. So we kind of went out of order, I guess, chronologically with release date. But we the first one we're going to get is this summer we'll get Incredibles 2. And then we will get um, Wreck-It Ralph 2, Ralph Breaks the Internet. And then we will get Mary Poppins Returns on Christmas Day. But before all of that, there is one more movie that comes out a week earlier than we thought it would come out. It comes Ooh. out on April 27th. <laughs> what is it, Greg? Um, we... Uh, I don't want to spend too much time because I could talk about Infinity War for like never heard of it. from now. <laughs> never heard of it ever. I could talk about that movie from now until the movie comes out. <laughs> yes. I, I literally think I wouldn't need to sleep or anything. Just give me some coffee and I'll talk about every single individual character and why it's going to be amazing. But I do want to mention that trailer only to say that it was one of the best put together trailers I've ever seen because up to this point we've gotten some. Some scenes, some teasers. This is the first time we really got to see a lot of character interaction between... Everybody keeps going, how are you going to get 68 different Marvel characters who are all these huge stars who lead and open their own movies? You know, like, when Benedict Cumberbatch is the, like, eighth lead in a movie, you know that it's going to be a superstar movie. Um, But you do get to see some of the dialogue going back and forth in this trailer, and I absolutely loved it. Uh, I am so excited for this movie coming out. And I told I told these guys we wouldn't even really talk about the trailer necessarily because we're going to cover it elsewhere. But um, just some thoughts, Kevin? I can't, we finally get character building and tra- a little bit of character structure within this trailer. And I know I texted a buddy, a buddy of ours, and apparently I was three days late on seeing the trailer. He's like, <laughs> dude, it came out Friday. I'm like, oh, well, sorry, but holy, <laughs> holy cow, was that incredible. <laughs> Like, I'm so, I'm just going to leave it at that. Uh, it made me even Can I just say, even more excited. I have this. been, you all know this, for three years I've been talking about how Captain America is my favorite hero, my favorite character, and we'll that I, I think that Captain America needs to die. Um, I thought he should have died in Civil <sighs> War. question. I'm like, well, uh, who's going to die first? But seeing him with Thanos and him trying to deflect that punch... Just like I was like, oh my god, because this is probably I'm I'm I am assuming this is his death scene that we're seeing. Um, Chris Evans has been very coy about the fact that he's he's like, you know, I was filmed in uh, Avengers. Uh, I guess it'd be Avengers five at that point. Uh, but you know, at the same time, he could be a flashback. It could be something else. Yeah. Whatever the case may be. <laughs> but I really don't know that either Iron Man or Captain America make it out of this alive. That's what about my Thor. Point. 
Thor, you know, since he's a deity, it's a little bit of a different, hard you know, like deity. it's kind of hard to Let's kill. Technical here. To kill a god, <laughs> um, but he could go away. He's I mean, demi. We know that this is going to reset everything that we know, and I can't wait to see it. There's going to be so much going into it. They can't even release the name of the next Avengers because it's a potential spoiler. Cool. So I imagine that that will be the last, um, the last in credit scene of this movie will be. These heroes will return in Avengers name. Mm. Avengers. So you're going on the, the Thursday night Captain opening? America. I'm going to try to, um, but we'll see. Uh, we'll see what we end up doing. I'm no, I know we're going to have wall-to-wall coverage, full disclosure, everything <laughs> like that. Uh, I cannot wait to see this movie. Yeah. All right. Oh, really excited. Yeah, that's our trailer yeah. wrap-up, and that took about a half an hour, and that's why we decided maybe push off Coco for a little bit later because we have so much more to talk about. We've got a lot of different news going on at the parks, and then we'll wrap up with some rumors. But Vanessa was so kind to uh, get some of the uh, prep work done for us along with Brett. And, Brett, you have some of the, some of the news that we are going to be covering. So I'm going to let you drive this and tell us – what we're covering first. Well, let's see. Well, why don't we just go here chronologically a little bit. Um, uh, Coming up on April 22nd, it's going to be the 20th anniversary of Disney's Animal Kingdom. Stop. Already? Just stop it. Oh, my God. That is exactly Uh what I said, Kevin. Yes, and your spot, yes, yeah. Make it stop, (gasps) and I said, just keep swimming. Anyway, so. And that oil Uh rig is still holding strong right in the middle. Well, yeah. Right Mm -hmm. in the middle. Just for those of you that don't know, the the Tree of Life, the base of that is a major oil rig because they were worried about hurricane-force winds and all that. I also kind of like the ecological message that something that would produce oil like that is used now as a, yeah. a tree of life. I don't a know. Tree you know of a tree of cycle. life. So 20 years. 20 believe, years. I cannot yeah. believe it. Guys, I haven't been there at night. Oh, we Neither need to go. I have. What was Yes. Well, well, Am I the hello, only one? Miss, hello, hello well, Miss Walt Disney World every two months. You know, when months, I was at every, Animal <laughs> Kingdom at night, yes. it was <laughs> cute. No, it's okay. <laughs> That's okay. Bring it, baby. It's okay, because I'll talk about that other place again. I don't know why. Go ahead. No. Let, let's just say this. There are a lot of very cool things happening at Animal Kingdom. Um, I like how they've expanded into the evening. You should check out their new offerings, and I imagine just continual good things to happen for that park. And if you're interested, um, which I found out, actually, I just found out when I was doing a little bit of research, that there is um, a special ticketed <laughs> event for, let's see, yeah, um, let's see, it's a, um, let's see, it's called A Pathless Travel, Disney's Animal Kingdom 20th Anniversary, st- set off on a behind-the-scenes journey of the theme park, followed by a VIP viewing of Rivers of Light, April 1st through May 5th. It's available. Um, it includes a number of wonderful uh, opportunities to get, go behind the scenes for the rather reasonable price of $59. Oh, and the tour begins bad. at 11 a.m. and check-in um, is at 10.30. Again, those are details wow. that you can find at that is not a bad DisneyWorld.com. So some of those tours can get pretty pricey. Mm-hmm. I always I want to do the Keys to the Kingdom tour, mm-hmm. and I yes. understand that's probably like 150 or so. Oh, that'd be so. worth it. But yeah. you know, but actually, you want to. The idea of going to the tunnels or seeing the tunnels is actually better in your head. Just so you know that because mm-hmm. it's just tunnels. It's tunnels. <laughs> okay. I mean, See? and you hear and you hear the trash go by. <laughs> you yeah. know, I'm like going. That's noisy. <laughs> but if you are, um, but again, for us peasants. Oh, stop that, it! Stop exactly. it! Exactly. 
We're like, we'll just wow. call me Disney royalty. <laughs> like, wow, these okay. tunnels are everything. Look at, look at those pipes carrying garbage. Look at wow. those pipes carrying garbage. It's such magical garbage. Yeah. <laughs> no. It just, and I guess, well, I don't live in the smelling world, but I guess on occasion when you get near those dump sites. Oh, well, that's an entirely different thing. But I'm sure the keys to the kingdom would you'd avoid all sort of, you know, yeah, utilidor, vacuum, you know, yeah, that sort of garbage thing. I'm sure it'll be lovely and you'll enjoy it. But, Brett, you bring up a good point that if you are thinking about visiting a Walt Disney World, that there uh, are some good events to go see, including the one you just mentioned. And also, uh, dates were announced for um, food, and wine. Some food and oh, wine. Oh, yes, food and wine. Was it August, six months now long? Well, August, August 30th to November 12th. Starts in August. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'll tell you, no matter whatever the temperature is, go have Canadian cheddar cheese soup. Please, whatever, if you're sweating profusely, not that our audience members do that, but anyway, if, no matter what the temperature is, go have the cheddar cheese soup. Anyway. So if you go back it. to like our first episodes, Anna and I, when we did Saving Mr. Banks, we talked about food and wine and Mickey's Not So Scary pretty um, we, we talked about quite a bit because it's one of our favorite times of the year to go to Walt Disney World. There's so much to do and so many new and fun experiences that you don't get to have elsewhere. So for no, someone that hasn't ever been to food and wine, Vanessa, can you give the elevator speech of what food and wine is? I can't because I've not been to <laughs> Are you serious? You've never been to food and no, wine? No, okay, look. I've been you to, go to Walt Disney, Disney World every All six right, days. That's, I go to Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween party like I've been four times. That's my that's my deal. If in you want to see years? food and wine. In the last four. Uh-huh. You know what? We're not going to talk We're not, about that. <laughs> it's all about the love, not the hate. That's so. right. So <laughs> if you want to know about food and wine or even the, what's it? Very uh, Merry Christmas. Very Merry Christmas party. party. Yeah. Brett is your Oh, I just guy. have a little bit of information. Well, I mean, what's, what's I mean, stop of food and wine oh, first? Yeah. Kevin, oh, you have been food and wine. I've been to food and wine, yes. Give us our, give us our elevator pitch here. It just makes drinking around the world that much better at Epcot. Because <laughs> you get to Sounds eat a little bit, good. too, a little nosh here and there. Yeah. So it's almost like a taste of downtown uh, type event at your local city multiplied by a billion. It's and see, and it's been a long time since I, I went to Disney World in regular times, uh-huh. like non-food and wine. So whenever I go to Epcot, now I just expect you, all those stands to be there and just when I, whenever I want to... Different type of beverage. Well, they are. They are for the most well, part, they, yeah. they are. There's, yeah, there's, you know, the Spring Garden. You Flower know, and Garden Festival, yeah, Flower Festival Garden, of the Arts. And then Festival of the Arts. So there's something but pretty much I went for the Festival of the Arts, and I, I, while I appreciate those um, different stops that you can get something to eat, I don't think it's going to be as grand. I don't think those are as grand as food and wine. And no. obviously, I can't compare because uh, I've never yeah. been. But I think so. Um, Definitely, if you are thinking about planning your vacation, these um, events were just announced, and that might be something that you might want to look into attending because it is something a little bit different than your regular day. At and park. food and wine is during a slower time, so it's usually a better time to go to the mm-hmm. park. Yeah, anywhere. so give us uh, how about just a recap of Mickey's Not So Scary and Mickey's oh. Merry. Well, Mickey's Not So Scary. Uh, Dates. Um, well, that's Mickey's we don't Not even So Scary the Halloween dates party. Necessarily, but just yeah, like no, what, the dates. What no, is. what is it like? Um, well. Was, I've gone twice now. The first time I went, um, well, I had a Dis- like official Disney Geek T-shirt because that was you know that was on the D twenty three. It was like it was like a thing. Everybody Disney drink. <laughs> Disney. Nope, 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 nope. Not, not that. You said you said it. I did not say Expo. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so, yeah. So I so I went as a Disney Geek. Okay, so I had the Disney Geek T-shirts and I was wearing 
shorts or uh, socks with sandals, ironically. And uh, yeah. Anyway, so but I saw all these people dressed up, and they looked like they were having a, a blast. So, so anyway, so the next time I went, yeah, I went full on Kristoff, and it was full. I mean, it was yeah, it was. It How was, was Russell? It was from Up. All of it. There are a lot of... See, you'd be perfect. Well, I mean, I just used my Boy Scout uniform yes. as my base, but I went all out on the I bet accessories oh, wow. to make sure so I matched I'm going to see pictures of that. Pictures, pictures. We went as uh, Mary Poppins and well, Bert, were, and then we did, uh, you we did Dorothy perfect. and uh, the Tin Man uh, as from well. From the great so. movie ride? <laughs> yes, from the great <laughs> yes. movie ride. From that wonderful <laughs> Disney property, <laughs> The Wizard of Oz. Uh no, so it's cool because adults get to dress up. It's one of the only times of the year the adults get to dress up. You can't wear a mask. You can't wear. You can't bring in weapons, obviously, but you do get to dress up and just have a have a good time. Yes. So that's really cool. I I have never been to Mickey's Merry Christmas Party. That was good. I've gone. Yeah, I've gone. I've gone a couple of times to that. Um, and and then there, yeah. Regardless how hot it is, go have the hot chocolate. You'll you get drinking. hot chocolate and cookies for free, right? Yes, uh, for free. Well, you look at that. Perfect. We're looking anyway, at Kevin's. Kevin's. Yeah, wonderful. My, my uh, yes. The best is when I was next to Bell, played oh, by fantastic. another contributor of ours, Bailey. When we were on oh, Splash wow. Mountain, and I was, we did a pose. We're enjoying that, and you would too if you could see it. Okay, so Mickey's, yeah, Mickey's um, very merry Christmas party is. Um, it's one of the only times I think you can. Or it's one of the only times you can watch the merry, very merry, excuse me, Mickey's very merry Christmas parade. Um, I think that they. I'm not sure. I believe that it still plays like bet- um, between Christmas and New Year's yeah. as a day parade. I'm yeah, not I sure. So. I should know that. But uh, but yeah, it was wonderful. And yeah, the the I have drank. Hot cocoa as sweat poured down my back. I sound like a sweaty person. Not intent. Well, anyway, sorry. Um, anyway, only in Florida and anyway, uh, when it's hot and humid. But anyway, uh, but yeah, that was, it's very fun. It's, oh my gosh, if you're at Disney World uh, during the holidays, which begin in November, around my birthday. I went for my birthday one time. Um, yeah, and saw Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. Uh, anyway, um uh, you, if if uh, in the event that you cut yourself, you would be bleeding red and green because there's so much holiday spirit going on. So awesome! So go to any of those events. Next news item. Oh, that's for me. Let's see. Uh, I'm sorry. Just a moment. Let's see. Um, oh, moving actually this summer um, is a big Marvel summer at both parks, California and Florida. And it's all in celebration of an incredible summer with The Incredibles, which you've talked about. And, um, and then it's also part of the whole Pixar, uh, let's see, new Pixar uh, attractions and shows and everything at both Walt Disney World and at, uh, at Walt Disney World, at Disney Hollywood Studios, and then also at California at uh, Disney's California Adventure. So... Uh, yeah, it's the information is get ready for a summer that's bigger and bolder and more incredible than ever. Okay, so there's Pixar things going on because Pixar Pier will be opening at Disneyland, and then there's also a huge announcement yesterday about Marvel as well. So, oh yeah. Uh, so let's talk about Pixar Pier first. And you said that uh, Edna Mode is going to be yes. uh, in live <laughs> and in person, huh? Live and in person, or a reasonable facsimile of. Yes, so that's so you meet and greet. So part of the Incredicoaster. Oh, I should know that. Anyway, it's a retheming of California Screaming, um, and uh, yeah, so that looks interesting. And then also, there's supposed to at some point there's a new 
um, a new attraction that's kind of behind, uh, well, anyway, at, uh, in the new theme Pixar area there. So that's something to look forward to, too. Um, also, um, Vanessa, you would love this, you know. Of course you'd want to see uh, Paint the Night. Oh, don't. You, it's a nighttime, oh. I'm sorry, it's a you, nighttime parade. No, you don't understand. You know? He has been trying to entice me to go to <laughs> another Disney trip this summer, and I just can't do it. But yeah. I do very much would like to see yeah. the one of the only uh, nighttime parades that you can see right now. Right now so. here in the U.S. In the anyway, U.S., so, yeah. yeah so. so that, actually that starts um, in April, uh, and then um, over at at Disneyland, there is a new fireworks and you know projection spectacular coming Wonderful. to celebrate the the whole Pixar and uh, yeah experience. Good, they're at Disneyland. So and going back to kind of my home park that I've been to, Disney World, uh, we have an opening date for Toy Story Land. It's going to be on June thirtieth. So mm-hmm. looking forward to that. They're going to be doing previews. That means they got to do previews pretty quickly here. And yeah. uh, I know that uh, I've got a. I know I've got a. Fe- <laughs> yeah, I've got a fellow Tim Tracker viewer here across from me. Did you see the um, the video recently where he took an airplane yes. ride over? Yes, I did. And did you notice that there was like it wasn't really done? <laughs> Yeah. That's, that's mm-hmm. what I came away with. Because he did a, uh, and you can go to the Tim Tracker on YouTube. They do a daily vlog, usually about Disney, wonderful stuff. But about a week ago now, they did a aerial flight over Walt Disney World. And one of the things they flew over, of course, was the new Toy Story Land. So you could see the construction behind the walls. And, and I know that Disney can throw things together very quickly. And that landscaping in particular, you just paint on some grass and you're ready to go. But there was... It looked like a construction site back there still, mm-hmm. and it opens in about three months, or it'll start opening probably to some annual pass holders and some special some day guests things, yeah. probably in a month or two. So it's just kind of interesting that it, it's still got a long way to go back there. Um, but are we excited for Toy Story Land, excited for something coming into Hollywood Studios? Sure, yes. Well, you know, actually, what's so cute, you know, they're theming. When I was, you know, looking at what's going to be um, at uh, the Toy Story area, um, Woody's Lunchbox, Woody's Lunchbox, that's where you get your lunch. Anyway, sorry, no copyright <laughs> infringement intended. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, love um, toys love snack time, too, so you get to have, you know, Cute, I'm sure cute, wonderfully named foods that you'll just enjoy. So mm-hmm. that'll be fun. I'm curious about, um, we know that the Slinky Dog Dash is going to be, you know, the big attraction. Um, alien Swirling Saucers. I'm very curious to see if that will be, uh, and maybe you guys know, maybe if it's going to be more like the, the Cars attraction oh, think, yeah, in, they, in California, yeah, or is it going to be like yeah. teacups? I think it's supposed to be like Mater's. Junkyard Jamboree. Which should be very cool to have something like that Which is like fun. I did that for the first time. That was Florida. fun. I enjoyed that. Um, but I'm curious about this uh, carnival game box that guests will be able to walk through. What does it mean? <laughs> you know, I know it's it's a walkthrough. It's going to be a trip for you. Is it going to be a carnival kind of like the Dino, Dino Land, Land area in Animal Kingdom? I, I'm curious. I kind of hope not. I know. <laughs> yeah. Know? Like, because someone brought this up recently on a on something I listen to or watch, and um, that you shouldn't have to go into an area of Disney and feel like you have to pay more to play games. And that's mm-hmm. that's the Dino Land thing to me. I don't like that. They have the, like, to me, that's not Disney. And I get it, like, 
Joe Rohde defends while, why that's there quite a bit. He says that it's supposed to be a representation of like an every land kind of like just throw up circus that comes into town every now and then. But why do you need that in Disney? So Mm -hmm. I don't get it, and especially in Animal Kingdom. But I kind of hope that it is something uh, more fun, but that they don't charge you extra for it. So then here's my (laughs) kind of cynical second question, is with all the rides that and attractions that have gone away in Hollywood Studios, is just really adding two new attractions enough? What do you think, Kevin? Well, I mean... I was reading up a lot, and the, the attractions that are also leaving, it seems like they're trying to figure out what to do with Indiana Jones, their uh, Hollywood studios. Which we'll talk about here. And, and so I, I agree, Vanessa. It's like, you're going to need more, but also, we have, has Star Wars opened up yet? No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Star Wars won't be open until 2019. And so then we're getting those, whatever will come along with that. Mm-hmm. And so I, th- I think they're working on that. So, But yeah, I agree. It's, they have been cutting a lot. But what it's not proportionate to what they're adding mm-hmm. at the current rate. We just have to be patient. Be patient. <laughs> I think the theming's going to be amazing. Yeah, I'm good. definitely well, going to want to spend a lot of time in there. But when you think of land, you think of more than just. Yeah, well, uh, it's it's not the slinky the slinky dog roller coaster is not new new because I think that's ooh sorry um, it I think it's at Paris the is studios in Paris. At the studios there, and some, there are there are um, Toy Story references in Hong Kong, I think. So anyway, they're trying to bring some of that together, and stuff that they already know, have that they already have you, imag- imagined. You talk about theming and uh, the Disney Dream, like going into that kids club, and I, I wasn't able to be in there for long because they chase the adults out pretty quickly, <laughs> uh, which makes a lot of sense, but. Uh, The kids' club on the Disney Cruise Line is Andy's room, and it's really cool because it gives you, like, they they do so well with the perspective of that. So I'm really looking forward to see that on a grander scale. And that was just a little room on a cruise ship, and I loved it. Well, the Toy Story Mania mm -hmm, queue is just a hoot. And now the Toy Story Mania uh, line is moving as well, so it won't be on the front of the building. What we think of as the front of the building, it will now be on the back side of the building. But, but anyway, the so let's go ahead. The back side of Toy Story. That's right. <laughs> so let's move on to our last news story, and then we'll do some rapid-fire rumors, and then we'll wrap everything up. Uh, this is probably the, the downer story. Bum, bum, bum. So, Brett, tell us about oh, parking well, at resorts. Uh, according to the Washington Post, um, Walt Disney World starts charging for overnight parking at its hotel resorts. Um, so it's based on the resort category, um, and it goes from $13 to $24. Um, it's, uh, and it started, um, like, yes, uh, March 21st. So mm-hmm. what this past, anyway, very recently. That was Is today. Today. Yeah. Oh, oh is that we're recording this? Oh, if we are recording on this particular day, <laughs> depending on when it drops. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. So uh, very recently, or in the future, um, it will be happening. So, um, yeah, so that's the story. Um, my guess, if you want a personal take on this, sure. um, I'd say that, number one, it's a business. Um, it is uh, an, an, it was a, a, a resource um, and a uh, way to make uh, more money with something they already have with very little, you know, cost mm-hmm. because they already have their parking. Um, I, I understand that the other park <clears throat> that's in the Orlando area that I don't refer to by name, but uh, I understand that their resorts um, have had uh, parking 
charges since anyway since they started building mm-hmm. resorts that other property off of Kirkman. Mm-hmm. Um, it's universally so. known, but we won't <laughs> say it. Well, I will say that I think that I think that this is a direct response to the types of things that are going on over over across the way at Universal. Sorry. Um, but I'm sorry, I'm sorry where? where? <laughs> I, I think, you know, the the whole thing is Disney would love it for you, and this is what I love to do, but Disney's ideal customer would fly into mm-hmm. Orlando International Airport, take the Magical Express to their resort, have a wonderful time, spend all of their money at Disney, use Disney transportation to get you from Park A to Park B and back to your resort, and then take the Magical Express right out to the airport, fly mm-hmm. out of town, and have a wonderfully magical flight home. I agree. They, they do not want you to have a car because then maybe you do go exploring different things in the Orlando area, whether that be a universal theme park or something else, or maybe, heaven forbid, other dining outside of Disney that you're not spending money at. So they Really, I think that this is to encourage more people to utilize Disney transportation, to utilize Magical Express, and just say, if you want to have your own car, that's fine. You'll you'll get a little bit of a premium here. But I think if they can encourage more people to stay on their property all of the time, then that's a goal. That's a, a win for them. I hadn't thought of that as a goal, but that certainly makes sense. But, I, I but agree. I mean, last time I went to Disney, I drove, which was nice. I didn't have to pay for my parking at the hotel, but it's because I was going... It was a pass-through trip to Disney, but the I don't like the I, I understand and I understand it makes sense on why they're doing it, but it just sucks if and resort I'm, guests will still probably get the theme park parking for free, right? We assume that is that you'll be that? able to move from park to park. Yes, you get a and I'm sure it might be traffic awesome. traffic based too. Just like maybe it'll help alleviate some traffic if people if by urging more people to take use just solely Disney transportation. Yeah. But however, when I did have my own car, there it was nice to be able to run to like a Walmart or something if I needed something. Mm. But they don't want you to do that. I understand that, but Disney doesn't have everything I need. That's right. But you can have someone deliver it to your room, which and you that have is done. At, which I've done yes. uh, through Garden Grocer, and that was uh, Disney was very um, flexible in helping me take care of those items. So there you go, Kevin. There your you next go. trip. I was reading just a little bit that this is more of like this could be more of a supply and demand issue with the new Star Wars land coming up. That they're expecting huge masses of um, crowds to come and stay at the resorts, and so if they can make a little bit extra. Hey, we're going to go ahead and do it. But just to keep in mind for those who are listening who already have your trips planned, if you did book before March 21st, uh, you do not have to pay that parking fee. Parking well, is grandfathered in. How nice. Wonderful. So I just also, I also think that over the years, a few have ruined it for the many as far as, mm-hmm. you know, finding ways to uh, not park in uh in designated day guest areas and oh, yeah. other ways <laughs> or, to make it in. Or when your friends are DVC owners and they give you their parking pass so you can park <laughs> the boardwalk. They, they will still get for free. That's DVC true. gets yeah. for free. Yeah. Annual pass and, holders, if you're just visiting for dining, that's still free for now. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, all these things could change. Uh, I just... It was the best experience of my life. Was be, was rolling up to Boardwalk and them going, "Well, hello, Mister Brinkman. Welcome yes, home. Welcome home." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, that does sound I nice." Changed your name. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. That was great. <laughs> <laughs> that story. Yes, my name is Tom. <laughs> <laughs> you had to practice, you know, from the from the Florida Turnpike. My name uh, is Tom. Yeah. My name is Tom. Exactly. Name is Tom. Exactly. Brinkman. So, Brinkman. Uh, so anyway. <laughs> 
What a lot of news that we got through there, but we've got a couple of rumors, and we really like this rumor rapid fire that we thing that we did. I want to try to keep this to about an hour long episode. That means we have about four minutes mm-hmm. to talk about some rumors. So uh, let's get right on those rumors. The first one I want to talk about as Brett furiously goes through all of his sheets of my paper research, to get to his rumors article. The first one I want to talk about is there's a new rumor that maybe at Disney Hollywood Studios they'll be bringing over the uh, ride track from the Shanghai Pirates of the Caribbean to do an Indiana Jones ride. What do we think about that, guys? All I know is I watched the Shanghai Pirates and because I never Isn't seen it, it before. Absolutely incredible. When they threw you in that battle, I'm like, that would be so freaking cool. And, and Indiana Jones is such a cool property yeah. to do that with. Uh, for those of you that don't know, go to YouTube right now. Pause. Pause this. Go to YouTube and go watch Shanghai Disneyland, Pirates of the Caribbean, and then you'll understand why we are excited about it. And then this. come back. And then come back. <laughs> come back for Brett's opinion right now. My opinion right now. Um, well, my favorite Disney, now I can say this, Disney attraction is Indiana Jones at Disneyland. Sorry, I can't give you the full name. But anyway, it's my favorite. It's, it's based on... Well, it's a dinosaur at the studios. I'm sorry, at the Animal Kingdom is, they say, based on the same track, which I cannot believe. But it is the same sort of ride technology. Um, as the, the vehicles kind of have, they have their own character. Well, Indiana Jones in California is the be-all, end-all. I love it. So, so as far as this crossover between Indiana Jones and the Shanghai, um, I couldn't find a lot of risk information about that, but... Um, it does say that um, what the I guess uh, at the the Dinoland was rumored to be going away, um, but now I guess the rumor is that um, it's shifted that the uh, that the new rumor of Indiana Jones possibly getting a new attraction at the Hollywood Studios and an overall land enhancement, um, and this is according to WDW Info. Yeah. So, so I, I wasn't able to find the information about the Shanghai, but that's okay. That's all good. I'm yeah. like going. Mm-hmm. That technology, that technology is really cool. They really yeah. need to bring it over to us because a lot of us aren't going to get over to Shanghai. So it'd be nice to have, and, it, and maybe not as a <laughs> an I, extended weekend in Shanghai, don't you think? Pirates yeah. is so pirates is so. Um, Jeremy's word iconic. That's another drinking game for the Front Row <laughs> Network. Um, that you can't change that at Disneyland or Walt Disney World, I don't think, outside of the Redhead, mm-hmm. which we didn't even talk about that today. I'm okay. Um, I'm okay with but it. But we, uh, I, I do think bringing over that ride track would be so great. Vanessa, what are your thoughts on it? Um, yeah, bring over. Yeah, save me a trip to China. Bring me. Bring it to me. <laughs> it's about it, me. We already got Hello. Tron coming. Bring it yes. over. Yes, bring, it, bring over. it all here. Well, we are, don't, we, don't we deserve or, fun, too? You know, cool yeah, next, new technologies? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or build us a new park in the U.S. and just put it, all the new stuff in a new park. Right in Springfield, Illinois. We, we want, want the Villains Park. I want the Villains Park. I want the Villains Park. It's just an hour or so away. Was, originally, when Disney World was possibly going to be in St. Louis, mm-hmm. now. Now, that would have been fun. And the snow is not an excuse, okay? Because Paris, hello, yes. it snows there. So Just keep everything that you can be inside, right? <laughs> so anybody else have any rumors or anything that they brought up? I have something I want to mention, not as a rumor, but just I want to get your opinions on it. There has been a massively successful movie 
that came out in February. Uh, one that's going to probably outrate, it's going to make more money than the original Avengers did for the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and that is Black Panther. We already have confirmed that they're definitely going to do sequels of Black Panther. I hope they spin off some of those characters because, oh my goodness, the, the sub-characters in, those movie, in that movie were, were so incredible. Um, but I think we should join the, the list of Disney podcasts that talk about is a Wakanda more appropriate for Animal Kingdom or for Epcot? Oh. What do you think? Should you put a Wakanda area if you're going to? If you're an Imagineer... Since From your seat. Since it's not real, I would have to say, well, actually, they're both based on but, real reality. Mm, though. But it's, so That's Wakanda, of course, Wakanda, of course, uh, is a fictional land. land, but it is in Africa. So, there's more what are land. thoughts? There's more land. I want thoughts. And thoughts. Um, Animal Kingdom. Animal Kingdom. Okay. Mm-hmm. Why? Um, more land, so they can do more fun things. Mm. Okay. Oh, but there is that thought of, you know, should they have waited? You know, they did the whole Pandora sort of thing, and they should have waited for this, but I guess yeah, they didn't know about that's that. true. Yes, but what? You Gosh, know, wouldn't that have been great to have a Wakanda instead of a Well, we haven't been, been to a Pandora haven't yet. Been, I haven't so been, so I shouldn't say, yeah, shouldn't say anything. It's cool. But it's, yeah, the design in Pandora is really cool. I'm going to yeah. challenge you and say Epcot. Because if uh, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy are going in and they're changing that kind of area, who knows what that's put in? Be. Because okay, I, sure. what I like about Animal Kingdom that's is fine. that everything is based um, on reality. Yeah, well, like no, but I mean, it's, it's very, it's very, it feels immersive. It's real to me. Sorry, I, sorry, the, I, I the, made a, mis- a mistake. Go ahead. The theming in the Asia area and the Africa area is makes you to feel as if you are there, mm-hmm. and. Um, I like that. I don't want okay. it to change with any uh, fiction. I want that to be an Epcot where things are kind of evolving. And I've just changed my mind. Brilliant, brilliant points. Thank you. Thank you. Animal <laughs> Kingdom. Animal Kingdom. Okay, you know, why? you've got an idea there. <laughs> like, I hate you. For the reasons <laughs> Brett stated earlier. Okay, I so I... Well, I'm like going, I'd like a pure park. I'm sorry, that sounds really rude. Um, I don't know. But we've I already lost know. that. I guess there, I guess there isn't that. There's just, I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking, but I'm thinking world show. I'm thinking the future world area. I don't know. While I completely agree with everything Vanessa said, here is the absolute reason why Wakanda belongs in Epcot. Because Epcot is so much about the future and so much about technology. And in the Marvel universe, which is an IP that's owned by Disney, Epcot's always had IP. In Epcot, look at Finding Nemo. Okay, it changed from the seas, sure, but they put Finding Nemo in there. Now we are getting things like hopefully Coco going into the Mexico Pavilion and and all of that. Um, Wakanda has always been the most technologically advanced culture and nation within the Marvel Universe. And so I think you do Wakanda more from the technology side and the future oh, side. Wow. What's that is possible. good. That is good. What's, That's cool. What's possible wow. out there. Um, and no, I mean, I, I would hope. No, no. I would, it just depends on what direction <laughs> they would like to go. If they want to do with the, the technology aspect, it would fit much better. So, it would fit much better in Epcot. Because because this was tied, I think it'd be fun to do a poll. So we'll do a poll uh, through DisFan Central and then also through our Facebook page. Which park do you want it in? What, what do you think? Animal Kingdom or 
Epcot and maybe in the comments of that poll, let us know what your thoughts are there. Mm. So thank you guys. This was awesome. We went through a lot of information. <laughs> Brett had Brett had books. He had volumes <laughs> he had, of He brought volume half for, a tree. I with brought them. half a tree. <laughs> I'm um, a paper person. So some some upcoming things, uh, upcoming things and plugs. First of all, we had mentioned that we were gonna go and do a live broadcast from Marceline. <sighs> Uh, during a D23 event. Can I tell you all, uh, and I said D23, you drink again. Um, you're drunk at work at this point. Uh, the price of that event was a little bit more than we anticipated. It was $280 per person without the cost of basically you have to stay in their hotel because they're bussing you in yeah, and all that. Correct. So yeah. I do think that we should all go to Marceline. I don't know if we should do it as part of maybe a D23 mm-hmm. event. Um, I was kind of hoping for a little bit less money for that. Yeah. But anyway, so that may or may not happen in May uh, if we can figure something out. And then uh, outside of that, we're, we're looking forward to wonderful stuff coming up for the Front Row Network in April, uh, particularly Infinity War at the end of the month. But before that, that, let's talk about Coco. Let's talk about some of those other Disney movies that we haven't had a chance to dive into yet. And uh, just thank you for continuing to support the show. Anybody else have anything for a wrap-up? Thank you for listening. And, yeah, and go to D23 Expo in 2019. That dates haven't been determined, but I'm thinking, sorry, I'm thinking that it's going to be I think that they're waiting to find out when um, uh, uh, Star Wars opens, and I think there's going to be sort of a, an opening around this. The D23 Expo and Star Wars um, uh, land is going to be about the same time. Which would make sense because uh, they did say you heard it here first. Di- they did say that Disneyland's going to open first. And I think Disney World is going to open in conjunction with Episode Nine coming out. So that's my prediction is that they're not going to open it until December. So um, I think it's going to be so like a I June. can see that, like maybe a June opening. June July. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much again for the Front Row Network and Beyond the Mouse. This is Craig McFarland and Brett Rutherford and Vanessa Ferguson, Kevin Cullivan, and we will see you real soon in the Front Row. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>